Hello everyone and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban, I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the beautiful Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast anytime, feel free to come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And more details are available on our website which is www.refinerylife.org. Now our message theme through to Christmas, is the great words of Christ. And this is a series that will help everyone relate to Christ during this holiday time. And today we're talking about the good news of great joy. The text we're concentrating on is Luke 2.10. It says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. And the scripture reading we'll work through is Luke 2. 8 through to 14. Let's pray before we go any further. Loving Father, we thank you for the rich fellowship we enjoy as part of your family. We thank you for all the work to do in and through your church. Bless our efforts, Lord, to the point that we may be your people in this community and that we may, by means of bringing light to those who live in darkness. Lord, accept our monetary gifts. Accept them, Lord. That we might share in the work of the church and in the ministry efforts to the ends of the earth, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So on this Lord's Day, the last Sunday before Christmas, Many of us are experiencing the joy, the peace, and the happiness that come from the festive season. On the other hand, many others are experiencing the agony of what is known as the Christmas blues. Why is it that some people feel saddened at Christmas time? There are a number of contributing factors. Some experience depression at Christmas time because they have exaggerated expectations of themselves and of others. They hope that Christmas will solve all their problems. And when it doesn't, they become despondent. Have you been in that position before? I know there's been times when I have. Christmas brings out our need for dependence on others. At times, others fail us. And when they fail us, this can be depressing. In Australia, Christmas is a family-orientated experience that often causes memories to come to the surface. And some of those memories cause more trouble than they bless. They hurt rather than help. It is highly possible that each of us will come into contact with someone in the next couple of weeks who is experiencing depression. It has been suggested that each of us can give psychological first aid to depressed people if we can encourage them in meaningful activities such as volunteering to help someone else. In some instances, we will need to help them alter their goals and expectations of life. They may need to break down their tasks into little pieces so they can get a firm grip on them. In these ways, we can help those who feel depressed feel more hopeful and optimistic. Alcohol consumption increases over the holidays. We know that as well. 
Those who use alcohol as a means of coping with stress and depression find that it does relieve tension temporarily, but it ultimately worsens the depression. Does the message of Christmas, which is supposed to produce great joy, have anything relevant to say to people who are depressed? I think that's a good question to look at today. And Christianity, which brings with the promise of good news that will bring joy, should be more than just a strategy that enables us to cope with the pressures of life. Through Christ, God provides us with the ability to cope with life in a manner that will bring us joy and will reflect his glory. That's what it's about. The gospel, which is not good advice, but good news, can produce great joy in living every day. The angels who announced the birth of Christ to the shepherds will bring in good news that continues to be good news for all who will listen and respond to it. There is good news about God in the gospel. The message of Christmas is that God the God behind and above is a living God. God is behind everything. He's above everything, and he is a living God. The Bible does not seek to tell us when and how the universe came into being. It's a major concern with the who and why. That The Bible is not trying to tell us how. And when, but with who and why. The writer of the book of Hebrews declared in Hebrews 11.3, By faith, that is with the inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe, its ages, were framed and created, formed, put into order and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. The message of Christmas speaks to us of a living God who is above and beyond the world. He is the God who comes into this world. He wants to make our fears subside and encourage us to live a life of faith. The message of Christmas proclaims the good news about the living God who loves. Jesus Christ, the living God, declares to us that he cares and that he wants to help us. In Jesus Christ, God came into this world, bringing great and precious gifts to mankind. Now, the good news of Christmas is for all people as well. The good news of Christmas is universal in its application for it meets the deepest needs of people of all colours, all cultures, and all countries. God in Jesus Christ comes with the good news regarding the forgiveness of sin. Forgiveness does not appear in the glossary of a psychiatric dictionary. The psychiatrist does not have a basis for offering the gift of forgiveness for those who are experiencing depression because they have broken God's law or violated their own conscience. Jesus Christ came that he might bear the penalty of our sin and offer us the priceless gift of forgiveness. Jesus Christ brings good news regarding life. 
Around the world in every age, people have stood in terror before the grimness of death. Christ came to bring to life those who were in spiritual death because of sin. The assurance of a life that endures beyond the curtain that people call death can do so much more to dispel the gloom that threatens the souls of humans. Jesus Christ brings the good news about belonging to God and to the family of God. The church is spoken of as the family of God and the household of faith. Church can provide tremendous support for someone experiencing stress. A genuine Christian friend can be a tremendous value in a time of crisis. In this season, let us extend our hands of Christian love and fellowship to those who are experiencing loneliness and discouragement. Jesus Christ brings good news regarding help. Every one of us will stand in need of the help of God and of others at some time as time goes by. Paul said in Philippians 4.13, let's read it together. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. The psalmist bore testimony, saying in Psalm 121.2, My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. And in Psalm 46.1 it says, God is our refuge and strength, mighty and impenetrable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. The Christ brings us to the good news concerning the precious home at the end of the road. John 14, 1-3 talks about Jesus comforting his disciples. Let's read it. Verse 14, 1, it says, Do not let your heart be troubled, afraid or cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith, hold on to it, rely on it, keep going, and believe also in me. Verse 2, In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would not have told you, because I am going there to prepare a place for you. Verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, you may be also. Now, many homeowners consider their home to be their best investment, but there are others who never have the joy of owning a house that they can call their own. But through the grace of God, and the provision of his son, Jesus Christ, all believers can look forward to having a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens, when this life is over. As we finish up today, in a world in which so much bad news is delivered to us each day online, in newspapers, on radio and on television, let us listen to the good news that comes from God in and through Jesus Christ. Let us individually respond to the full implications of the good news that the angels sang about when Jesus was born. Let us trust in Jesus Christ as the promised Messiah who came to meet the deepest needs of our lives. Let us trust in his death for the forgiveness of our sin and in his resurrection and living presence for the gift of eternal life.
Let us all face life with the resources that he promises. As we go into Christmas, let us face life with the resources that he promises. Let's trust in what he has told us he will do. And as I do every week, I really want to encourage you with your Bible study time to be diligent because God has so much more for us than we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him and he can make you whole, spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God, but you're also important to us at the refinery. When it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about, whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings. <laughs>